Welcome to Get Sleepy, where we listen, we relax, and we get sleepy. My name's Thomas, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining us tonight. This evening's story was written by Chelsea, and it's her first on the podcast. We'll take a trip to the Indian Ocean to join a very special whale shark named Wendy as she enjoys a relaxing day swimming along the Indonesian coast. A big thank you to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. It liberates you to sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you to do the rest. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. I love how Shopify makes it easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. Whatever you're selling, you can tailor your online business to best suit your products and unique style and Shopify's award-winning support team are there to help you every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash getsleepy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash getsleepy to take your business to the next level. shopify.com slash getsleepy. The very best way to listen to the show is on our supporters feed, Get Sleepy Premium. Our premium listeners are regularly writing to tell me how much they love Get Sleepy Premium and how they feel valued and appreciated with all the extra content we put out there. On Get Sleepy Premium, all episodes are completely ad-free and you'll have access to well over 550 full-length stories and meditations. That includes some gems from the back catalogue, plus there's plenty of extra-long episodes to keep you company for hours on end throughout the night. You'll also receive an exclusive bonus episode every single Thursday. Tomorrow night, TK will be reading to us as we hear about two friends embarking on a leisurely, unstructured road trip through the countryside. So why not give Get Sleepy Premium a try this week? The first seven days are free and you can cancel any time. For more information on all of our premium plans, visit getsleepy.com support or just follow the link in the show notes. Now, let's take a few moments to prepare ourselves for a restful night's sleep. Start by finding a comfortable position. Take a deep breath in. As you inhale, scan your body and your muscles for any lingering tightness. Then on your exhale, 
Feel that tension dissolve as your body sinks deeper into the mattress. Do this once more, allowing all stress and tension to be released. As your breath returns to its natural rhythm, imagine the beautiful expanse of the sea. The translucent blue reflects the sunlight, and the gentle waves lap lazily against the sides of your boat. You are bobbing softly. The coast of Indonesia is just on the horizon to your right. You're sitting on a wooden bench inside the boat. You feel pleasantly warm and safe as you listen to seagulls above you and the soft splashes of water below. With a contented sigh, you tilt your head to look down into the water. It is clear, allowing you to see several feet down. You see a few fish skitter past, and imagine all of the different creatures swimming beneath you. You wish you could see into that world, a world that feels so beautiful yet foreign. Slowly, You slip into a daydream, imagining the bustling life below. And it's in this daydream that we begin our story and meet Wendy, the whale shark, as she starts her day. Wendy the whale shark swims at a slow and steady pace through the clear blue water, her long tail gently moving side to side. She's swimming in the Indian Ocean, passing through one of her favorite spots on her way to a popular feeding ground up north. Though little is known about the migration patterns of whale sharks, like many of her peers, she does migrate, taking long trips throughout the sea, 
she usually sticks close to the equator. And here, near the western coast of Indonesia, the water is warm, just how she likes it. It feels comforting and almost cozy as it glides over her grey skin with its white stripes and dots. Her day starts like many others. She spends her morning in a deeper part of the ocean, anywhere between 3,000 and 5,000 feet below the surface. The sun's brightness doesn't reach here, and the light blue water turns dark navy. Wendy loves wading through the depths, as they tend to be more peaceful and a bit quieter, giving her time to rest and relax. However, as she nears the coastline, she begins to swim closer to the surface, passing colorful reefs, bursting with fish, plants, and crustaceans. Here, the water twinkles with sunlight, and Wendy thinks about how beautiful the ocean can be, with its wide variety of colors, plants, and animal life. It is near one of the coral reefs that she runs into an old friend. Stuart the coral crab is crawling along the sand, picking up shells and bits of seaweed between his crimson-spotted pinchers. Wendy, is that you? he calls out. Though Stuart can't see very well, he recognizes Wendy's polka dot and stripe pattern as unique to her as a human fingerprint. It's so great to see you, he says excitedly. Since most sharks, whale sharks included, must keep moving to survive, Wendy swims in circles around Stuart as they chat. They talk about the currents and weather, and Stuart describes a recent storm. It brought so much sand, seaweed, and debris to the sea floor that he ended up having to clean the reef around his home for weeks. Wendy then asks about Stuart's wife. He swells with pride, reporting that she is well. In fact, he says, she just laid thousands of eggs and is caring for them right this moment. 
they'll have some baby crabs running around here soon. Wendy wiggles her fins in excitement and shares her congratulations. She knows Stuart will be a wonderful dad, though the thought of caring for thousands of eggs makes her head spin. At most, Wendy herself can carry 300 whale shark pups, which still feels like a lot. You'll have to come to visit them, says Stuart, next time you're swimming out this way. Wendy nods eagerly and says she would love to. Soon, their conversation comes to an end, and they wave goodbye. Stuart with his large pincher, and Wendy with her right pectoral fin. Then, she continues on northward. Below her, the reef glistens with purples, pinks, and greens. Fish smile and wave as they flit between kelp, anemones, and seaweed. Despite the fact that she is 35 feet long and about the size of a school bus, most creatures in the ocean aren't afraid of Wendy at all. As a whale shark, Wendy is a filter feeder. This means she primarily eats things like plankton, algae, krill, and tiny shrimp. It's true that she has over 3,000 teeth, but they are so tiny, she can't even bite or chew. Instead, she sucks water into her mouth, so it can flow over the filter pads in the back of her throat. Then, her food gets caught on her gill rakers. These are thin cartilage structures that act as a strainer to catch her food as the water moves out through her gills. Wendy can feed a few different ways. Often, she passively feeds. She just opens up her forefoot mouth as she swims to catch her food. Other times, like today, she will actively feed. She does this primarily when there is a large food source, like a swarm of plankton or krill. When actively feeding, she swims directly upward and opens and closes her mouth to suck in water 
regardless of how she feeds. In a single day, she will gulp down as much as 10,000 gallons of seawater and eat about 45 pounds of plankton to get the energy she needs for her huge body. Amazingly, Wendy even has teeth on her eyes, but they aren't for eating. Instead, they protect her eyeballs from anything that may drift into them as she is swimming. Sometimes Wendy thinks of how ironic it is that she, the largest fish in the sea, with so many teeth, eats the smallest sea creatures and plants. But this means she can be friends with almost everyone she meets, and for that she is grateful. Being a whale shark can be lonely at times, as she doesn't really see many of her kind, and she mostly travels alone. When she does see members of her own species, it is an extra special treat. She loves catching up with them, sharing stories, and hearing of their travels. In fact, Wendy is expecting to see a couple of her friends today at the feeding spot, as it's a popular place for passing whale sharks. As Wendy picks up her pace, she feels the warm water rushing through her wide mouth and over her gills. It tickles a bit and makes her feel free and content. Her large size keeps her from swimming very fast. At her fastest, she swims just over three miles per hour. But her huge tail propels her forwards with ease and strength. As she continues on her journey, Wendy hears a mechanical noise in the distance. She can't see the source of the sound but she knows it is a boat. She often hears the buzzing of engines, especially when swimming closer to the coastlines. Based on the vibrations bumping against her tough skin, she figures the boat is several miles away. Wendy has never come in contact with a boat or the creatures that drive them. She's a bit shy and is used to being the biggest thing in the ocean, 
so she always tries to stay clear. With the ship's motor chugging somewhere on her left, she decides to alter her course a little and turns right, closer to the shoreline. This detour doesn't bother her at all. She has a lot of experience literally going with the flow, and she isn't worried. Wendy knows she will still make it to her destination in her own time, with no problems. As she leaves the boat behind her, she feels a tickle on her belly. She giggles, wriggling her body at the sensation. It's Jack and Louise, the two long silver remora fish that travel with her and cling to her skin removing old skin cells and parasites. Wendy and the Remoras are in what some call a symbiotic relationship. They help keep Wendy clean and healthy, and her sheer size alone means they are protected from predators. Still, Wendy likes to think of them as her ever-present, yet mostly silent friends. Wendy keeps swimming, slowly but surely making it closer to her destination. As she glides through the blue-green water, She takes a moment to close her eyes and listen to the sounds around her. She knows she is heading in the right direction because of the vibrations and sounds she is hearing up to the north. But beyond that, she hears the plopping sounds of birds diving into the water, and the flick of countless fins. A large school of fish travels somewhere below her. As she sighs in an extra big gulp of water, she feels relaxed and grateful. It's a beautiful day. The water is warm and the breeze is gentle, creating the slightest ripple of waves above her. After a long time in the deep ocean, she is happy to be out and about. Wendy is lost in her thoughts and gratitude when she sees a figure begin to emerge up ahead. 
it's moving slowly, and Wendy can feel the movement of large fins flapping through the water. Soon, a beautiful green sea turtle Wendy has never met before comes into view. Her dark eyes focused straight ahead in determination. As they move towards one another, the sea turtle lifts a fin in greeting and slows down to talk to Wendy, seeming to appreciate the rest. After brief introductions, Wendy tells the turtle about the feeding grounds up ahead, and how she hopes to spend time catching up with friends over a nice dinner. The sea turtle says she knows of the spot, and passed by it not too long ago. You're in luck, the turtle assures her. Folks are already gathering, and there seems to be plenty for everyone. Wendy then asks where the turtle is heading, eager to hear about the travels and adventures of another creature. The turtle informs Wendy that she is off to Australia to nest. She will bury her eggs deep in the warm sands of the shore before turning back around and heading north once again. Wendy is fascinated. Try as she might, she can never quite imagine life on land and sometimes she envies those few creatures who can live between land and sea. She has heard from crabs, sea lions, and turtles about how different the land along the coasts can be depending on where you are. She knows that in some places it is rocky, in others it is filled with trees and bushes, while in some cases the ocean gives way to rivers and marshes that Wendy can't swim in. But what confounds Wendy most about the shore is the idea of dry, hot sand. She often wonders what it feels like. The turtle continues, telling Wendy that she has lost count of how many nests she has built. I'm sixty-eight years old, and when you get to be my age, Each trip feels more tiring than the last. Still, 
it's all worth it in the end, she says, proudly lifting her green spotted chin. Wendy nods emphatically in agreement. The turtle has no doubt lived a long time, though Wendy herself has a long lifespan too. In fact, at 36 years old, Wendy just reached maturity a few years ago and may live to be over 100. Well, I must keep going, the turtle says. Thank you for the brief rest and conversation. She turns around and continues her journey south. Wendy is still thinking about what it would be like to be a turtle, laying hundreds of eggs within the sand, as she continues on her journey to the feeding ground. It's a gift to talk to other types of animals, and hear about how they live their lives. She is always amazed at how varied and unique all of the ocean's creatures are. The ripples of water against her skin and the far-off sound of laughter lets Wendy know that she is close and that several of her whale shark friends are already there. She picks up her pace just a bit, and smiles wide. As she nears the feeding ground, she swims even closer to the surface, as that's often where the largest blooms of algae and plankton groups are gathered. Then, she sees them four whale sharks gliding in circles around one another, opening their mouths to the biggest group of plankton Wendy has ever seen. To her delight, Wendy's best friend Violet is also there. In the distance, Violet greets her with an excited wave of her left fin. Wendy has always admired Violet's pattern, the squiggly lines that run the length of both pectoral fins, and the large polka dots that line her back in rows that are nearly perfectly straight. In a few short moments, Wendy is with the group, saying hello to everyone. Then she joins them in oscillating between feeding and catching up with one another. 
Over the next hour or so, she and her friends take turns swimming vertically towards the surface, sucking water into their mouths to catch microscopic plankton. Not long into her feeding, a few young whale sharks join, looking nervous. It's clear this is their first group feeding. Up until now, they've mostly fed on krill and have always fed alone. Wendy thinks back to what it was like growing up, and how little help she got as she tried to figure out what to eat, how to swim, and where to migrate. So, as the young sharks swim hesitantly on the outskirts of the group, Wendy gives an encouraging wink signaling them to watch her a couple of times before they try to feed vertically. She then swims upwards, her tail pointing directly towards the ocean floor as she opens and closes her mouth. The movement creates suction that soon fills her mouth and gill rakers with microscopic plankton. Once she is nearly at the surface, she levels her body and swims back around to the young whale sharks. They look at her with relief, thanking her as they join the larger group and wait their turn to feed. Soon enough, they get the hang of it, each of them quickly filling up on plankton. As Wendy is watching the youngest of the sharks feed, Violet swims up to her, I have so much to tell you, Violet says. She goes on to describe her adventures across the ocean and into the Pacific, where she circled the coast of Hawaii for a while. There were lots of boats there, says Violet, and it was noisy but there was a lot of great food. As they eat, all the sharks take turns telling each other about the creatures they met, the places they visited, and where they are heading next. Soon, however, the group is stuffed and their conversation fades into happy silence. One by one, they begin to swim away, waving goodbye 
and exchanging see you soons with one another as they disappear into the dark blue of the ocean. The sun is now setting as reds, oranges, and pinks bounce off the surface of the water. It's as though Wendy is swimming in a watercolor painting. It has been a long day for the whale shark, full of travel and time spent with friends. She inhales a big yawn, feeling the water glide easily through her gills, and says goodbye to Violet, who is on her way west. As the last of the sunlight dips below the horizon, the silver, nearly full moon shines bright through the softly rocking waves, and Wendy turns southwards. She will stay off the coast of Indonesia for a little while longer, before deciding where to travel next. As she swims, she dives deeper towards the ocean floor, ready to turn in for the night. Like most sharks, Wendy doesn't sleep in the same way other animals do. She has to keep the water flowing over her gills to get oxygen. So she continues swimming at a slower pace and allows a part of her brain to become inactive in a type of standby mode. This is all Wendy needs to be relaxed and restored for another day. As she prepares for rest, Wendy takes in the sounds, sights, and sensations around her. She watches the lobsters and fish dig into the sand or nestle between the seagrass for a good night's sleep. And she notices the steady darkening of the water around her as she continues diving deeper. She feels the calming vibrations as boats return to shore, and many of her fellow creatures settle in for the evening. Wendy takes in another deep breath and thinks back to the wonderful day she has had.
as her brain and her swimming pace slow down. She smiles once more, grateful and content.